Doctor and the Cyber Invasion Part 1, written by Adam Brooks. Inside the Penrith University Observatory, a bored space radar operator sits watching several monitor screens. Man, why do I have to get stuck with Media Watch on New Year's? Nothing exciting's gonna happen, it's just the Quadrantids, the same as every year. What is this? A line of dots appeared on one of his screens. Strength! Uh... And another screen and another line of dots which morphed into the telltale rainbow wedges of large objects rapidly ionising the atmosphere. Truth! Time to call the boss. This is the Penrith Observatory Automated Response. At the tone, please state the name of the party you wish to contact. And Happy New Year. Judy Officer Space Situational Surveillance Unit, please. It's urgent. Hello, what's the problem? Uh, yeah, I've got some incoming objects on my screen. So, just meteors again, right? No, 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 I don't think so. They're, they're, they're coming down in some kind of formation. Bearings? Just calculating now, I'm mostly the outskirts of Sydney. Ionization data says they didn't burn up on entry. It looks like they landed. There are no scheduled re-entries or space equipment. We must report the possible landings to the Secret Services Unit. Inside the Questa, Terry is sitting at a 50s-style soda bar as Butler Bot is mixing a drink. Thanks, Butler Bot. <laughs> hey, Terry, um, you have some foam on your nose. Oh, thanks. Listen, I'm sorry about what happened that last situation, but I felt I had to tell you everything. I'm glad you told me the truth. From what you told me, Mother Self knew we couldn't be saved. Anyway, it's made me realise how dangerous things can be. So I need to take you home. Oh, I see. About telling the truth. It hasn't all been dangerous. I've had a lot of fun too. Exciting stuff. My lightsaber. Aren't you happy? You've hardly stopped talking about that party you're missing. I guess so. I mean, yeah, I'd rather be knocking back a few drinks while listening to music with my friends. But it's going to be hard to tell my family, anyone, about all this. Landing is imminent, Mom. You'll be home soon. Great. Wait, what? Home. To your house. Don't you want to see your mum and dad? I know I wish I could see mine again. Mum, we have landed outside the Fowler's residence. Yep, that's home. Miles of red-tiled roofs. What year and time is it? New Year's Eve, 2016. Right after you got stuck in the Quester, which was about 6.30pm. Can I meet your mum and dad? Huh? Why would you want to do... Oh, come on, we're here now. Terry was pushed gently out of the quester by the doctor. As the door closed behind them, a line of dots appeared on the monitor. Come on in. Home sweet home. An overweight man in a singlet and shorts sat watching an old game of rugby. Parramatta Eels playing Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Happy New Year, Dad. Still watching the good old days, huh? Happy New Year? Not even seven o'clock yet. And yeah, if it wasn't for breaking the leg. Anyway, time here was all there, young lady. This is, um, my friend. Uh, she's from summer school class. I'm Jane Doe. Pleased to meet you. 
Hi, Jane. Happy nearly New Year. The kitchen door opened, revealing a chestnut-haired woman rummaging through her pockets for a beer, which she tosses to her husband. Terry, what did you forget this time? Well, hi, Mum. Great to see you. Hug. OK. Long time no see. Since breakfast. Catch up later. and I'm already late for this party. Like, so late you wouldn't even believe. Very pretty. All dressed up. Off to a party together? I've actually got something else I need to do tonight. Studies, you know. Twin boys in their early teens came in, throwing down their skateboards. Oh, no double trouble. It's my cousins. Ah, hey, William and Edward. Hi. Nice to meet you. Don't Don't call call us us by those name names. names. We're Bill and I'm Ted. Okay. well, I'm going to the party now. Can we come come too? too? Please. I don't know. Oh, come on, please. Okay. Yeah. You're You're totally totally jet. jet. Really? Really? With this, the three boys went off to Terry's friend's house. Cake and cuppa? You can tell me all about your studies. I'm studying space, other planets, that sort of thing. Oh! Oh, flip. Oh, what the heck was that? It nearly hit us. Look at that hole in my roof, and it's bored right through the concrete. A small crater was between them, and a pulsating light came from the steaming soil. Babe, switch off the telly and get in here. He's so deaf. Okay, I give up. What is it? I don't know. But something tells me you will need more help than your insurance company can provide. Let me take a look. It's not a regular meteor. Better use heat-resistant gloves to pull it out before your house catches fire. Here, I have some oven mitts and tongs. Thanks. Interesting. It's not natural. Undamaged, I think. Did you say space junk? We should sue NASA. Oh, not just yet. I think I'd better take it to the proper authority straight away. Luckily, the proper authority is me. What's this? More Earth junk for your collection, Mom. No, BattleBot. Something more exciting. Now, best open it up and see what it has inside. It's odd, though. It reminds me of something. But I can't think of what. Hmm. It's a transmitter. Oh, little fine-tuning. Hello. Hello. Can anyone hear us? Try again. It's not just us in danger. It's them too. If these cybers get to them. Butlerbot, we're going to need help. I have to patch through the Quester's translation circuit to the earthly authorities. Hello? Hello? Can anyone hear us? Inside the observatory, the radar operator was back on duty. Hello? Hello? Can anyone hear us? Ah, what now? Yes, who's this? Oh good, we made contact. We are in a spaceship headed to your planet and we need assistance in landing. What? Holy heck, really? No, no, wait. Trevor, mate, it's not April Fool's Day, okay? Stop jamming my airways with junk. Just use Facebook like a normal person, right? What is Facebook? You want to see my face? Okay, turning on hologram projection. But it may be fuzzy. Our signal isn't strong since we've just come around your moon and there's some meteor shower interfering with transmission. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Holy truth! How are you doing that? I can see you! I can actually see you! You're not Trevor for sure. Eh, 
We need your urgent assistance. We come from your sister planet Mandas, now under control of the Cybers, and we beg your help. Oh, MG, it's real. First contact. Real, real first contact. Oh, MG. Did you say something about a spaceship? A bullet-shaped spaceship is approaching Earth, carrying 25 civilians. Situation report. Blah, blah, blah. Systems critical, etc. Hasn't changed. Those cybers aren't far behind. Cybers? Cybernetic people. You don't want to meet them. Now it's changed. We're hit. That's torn off the final shield. Losing heat protection. I can't stabilize. Cyber blasts. A meteor this time. Oh, yes, true, yes. You're in the middle of the quadrantic meteor shower. I'll bring our vessel down to water, but it won't float for long, damaged as we are. Extend drag wings. Brace for impact. Brace. Ten. Finally. Man, this is great. Awesome view of the river. What the flip? That's not a firework. It looks like a spaceship. Oh, with egg-shaped wings. Yeah, and it's on fire. Whoa, aliens. The ship splashed down into the river, right in front of Terry's astonished eyes. Suddenly, glowing vapor trails appeared through the sky. Meteors? Hey, that's my place. Bill, set. we've got to go. materializes inside the observatory. Wearing a black business suit, the doctor strode out. What? A photo booth? Hello, I'm Dr Jane Doe, and I'm fully aware of this situation, and I'm here to assist. How do you even know about what's happening? I'll explain later. They've landed. Now let's go pick them up. Oh, Struth, this evening keeps getting better. Across the river on the banks, the doctor and technician were arrayed to assist the alien refugees. A holographic transmission shimmered suddenly into the air before her. Stop. You will return them to Mandas. This cyborg was a large metallic human-like being that had an oval-shaped head with two holes where the eyes should be, lit where the mouth should be, tubes where the ears should be arching up to the top of its head. That ship and those people are from Mundus and anything that is from Mundus belongs to us. We cannot leave them. If they do not come with us, they will die. To be continued in part two. Formed by an all-volunteer cast featuring Diane Smith, Michael Rutter, Moira Sewell, Richard Butler, Carlos Anor, Marie Butler-Cole, Damien Crompton, Steve Watt, Katrina Joyner, Douglas Barbieri. With Janice Devine as Mrs. Fowler, 
Theme music by Benjamin Rossiter. Music for this episode, Between Mirrors by Alex Stone, Scouting Mission from Studios.com, and Resurrection by McKinnamasound.com. Edited by Carolyn Rutter and Jasper Singh. Visit thedoctoraudioadventures.com for full sound effects credits, artwork and more.